0: All right, welcome everybody once again to our Walk in the Light podcast. I am your host, No Meet, uh, with my co host, Uncle Vito. Uncle Vito and No Meat, coming at you once again. Uh, hoping that you guys have had a good week since our last uh, podcast. And you know, today is actually a very special day. Uh, Uncle Vito has got a birthday today. Now, Uncle Vito, how old are you turning today? Well, I'm uh, 47, young. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I, they tell me that uh, as you get older, you only get better uh, unless you're a banana. Yeah, I think that's just what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> but uh, no, happy birthday in all seriousness. Uh, I've, I've never really understood uh, the purpose of celebrating birthdays only because I, I feel like, you know, we didn't really do any of the work. I mean, it really should be the mothers that should be celebrating the birthday, right?
1: Mom should be getting the presents. They're the
0: ones that did all the work. But hey, we're here, we're thankful, and uh, we're excited to bring to you guys another episode of Walk in the Light. And uh, we've got an interesting topic today that we wanted to uh, discuss, and the topic of today's podcast is sharing your faith, do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts. So we're we're going to uh, you know talk a little bit about that. Um, I think it's it's a it's a challenging subject, right, for a lot of folks uh, sharing your faith um, because you know uh, we, we we as people tend to a little bit be a little shy. I think sometimes you know, and especially when it comes to to uh, talking about something like our faith, because our faith is really kind of a personal thing. Um, so I think a lot of people sometimes feel a little nervous about sharing their face. So we're, we're just going to yeah, talk. Well, yeah, you know, it's a personal relationship, you know.
1: And, and uh, it's funny. I was watching something some last night called the Divas of WWE. And uh, they were in New Orleans. And this one of the wrestlers had gotten hurt really bad. And she wants to get healed. And she tried everything. So now she's going to the voodoo woman. <laughs> and she and she wanted to know, can the voodoo woman fix her? Because no one else can, because the MRIs are telling her one thing. And so one of the other wrestlers was a Christian, and she was trying everything she could to sit down with the voodoo woman. And she just wouldn't do it. She's like, I'm just not sitting down. I'm, you know, I just I believe in Jesus, and I'm not sitting. I can't say that I blame her, but I, I, yeah,
0: no, I, I agree. But again, do that, they do this on the show? Like on the show, on the show, they're, the show, they're, they're sitting, sitting
1: down there. with, you know, uh, story. What do what they, they call them? Uh, future tellers, uh, voodoo, psychic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. psychic and. And she just wouldn't do it, and but that was her personal relationship with Jesus, right? You know, she didn't share it. She just said, "I'm not doing it." Right. I believe in Jesus, and she didn't elaborate or anything else. Kind of like what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like you know, where do the boundaries begin and end, right? With sharing your faith?
0: Yeah, you, you get a little bit nervous because um, I think sharing your faith reveals a little bit about yourself that you may not feel comfortable with other people knowing. Um, you know, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that, um, you know, some of those feelings. Uh, you know, the, obviously the Bible is is pretty clear on that. Uh, in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So, you know, we know that we shouldn't be ashamed when we share our faith. We shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. Uh, but it, it. I think it's just because it's revealing something personal in our lives. Um and I think there's also a couple of different types of sharing, right? I mean, we talked a little bit about this when we were preparing for the show today, that uh, you know, sharing with someone that you've never met or that you just met obviously you know, is very different than sharing with somebody that you've been friends with for a really long time. Um, and it also kind of requires you to know, um, you know if, especially if you're sharing with a friend, like, where is their mindset? Do they believe in God at all? Um, you know, do they come from a religious background? Do they, you know, do they are they open to Christianity? Um, you know, and so I, I think people get nervous, right? Well, I think I,
1: I think that everyone, and, and you know, you can go throughout history. History, I believe everyone wants to believe in a higher power. I believe that. Sure. And, uh, you can say I'm an atheist. You can say I don't believe in God. Everyone wants to believe in a higher power uh, Because when a plane's going down No one's screaming Muhammad yeah. You know <laughs> Yeah, I guarantee you They're saying Jesus or God One of those type of things Because I think they know right But if you look throughout time You know all time From the very beginning We always worship something higher than ourselves And we'll take the American Indians for an example right They love the land They you know they did rain dances to what they thought was the rain god, you know? And it's so funny, you know, because, I mean, they obviously respected everything they killed. They used every single part of the animal. They, you know, all that they loved the land. Sure. And um, it was funny because I was watching this revival, and there was a chief, an Indian, you know, it was probably about six years ago, and an American Indian chief was there with 10 other Indians, and he said, we love Jesus the whole time, and God the Father— we just didn't know what their names were right right <laughs> you know so it's true. like they were they were worshiping something higher than themselves they just didn't know what it was and and i think it's because it's built into our spiritual dna
0: Absolutely. To, well, the scriptures even tell it. us that. Yeah. I, I can't think of the scripture off the top of my head right now, but there is a scripture that says uh, that those are, that are without the word know who God is just simply by the things that He's created. Right? We walk out and we see the wonders of the universe. We look up the stars, mm-hmm. and um, there's that innate sense that's that's already in us, uh, even from a young age. I think you know, from being like young, you just look and you you have this innate sense that there is something greater
1: right. that
0: created us. That
1: well. A friend of mine, his dad was a country preacher in Georgia, uh, never left the state of Georgia in his whole entire life. 30 years later into his ministry, he goes to Florida. He's standing on the, the coast, on the sand, and he looks out into the ocean and goes, how can anyone believe there's not a God?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like that, you know, you know, for, for
0: me, it was uh, watching my, my children be born, right? I think for a lot of parents, that's, that is the moment where you're like, I mean, how can you deny? I mean, you see that new life come into the world and it's just, it's an amazing, amazing uh, experience that just leaves you kind of breathless. And I think there are are many of those. I mean, going and seeing many of the great wonders, I don't know if you've had the, you know, I know you don't travel as much as I do. I've had the chance, uh, you know, I've been blessed uh, to be able to travel a lot. And, uh, you know, go around to a lot of places here, even just in this country. And there's so many just amazing things that I, you know, I see and I'm like, you know, wow, you just can't deny Mm -hmm. that it's just there's there's something, you know, that even just looking at flowers, Mm -hmm. something as small as, you know, flowers and the colors and, Mm -hmm. you know, the way I mean, all somebody really has to do, honestly, right, is watch Animal Planet yeah you watch Animal Planet you watch one of these earth you know shows where they you know they show you this fish that you know lives three thousand you know meters down in the ocean and, <laughs> and has, has no eyes yeah it's so dead, so some <laughs> weird light that hangs yeah. out of the front of his head that yeah. works as a little bait to get fish to come yeah. I, I mean that type of stuff I think you know they're just there's no question that there's yeah. a creator well
1: when you think about that fish I think it's called the angler fish or something like that yeah. God's got a lot of time on his hands <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took the time to create that fish. Right. It's like, are you serious? You right. know? It's funny you talking you're talking about pregnancy and, and baby. I don't know if it's the whole Italian thing or what it is, but I kind of missed it when my kids were being born. You know, I remember my wife was in labor and I was eating Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> you were she, eating Taco Bell when she's having labor, <laughs> and
1: she just looked over at me like, "Really? You're you're eating Taco Bell now." No And I'm like We've been up all night I'm hungry I I, I just I missed it
0: Did you at least Give her a taco
1: No No No, she could only eat ice chips And I was <laughs> killing it I, And I remember I got a huge bag of I'm, Now that I think about it, she probably was hungry Yeah, Because she could only eat ice chips
0: Yeah, and you, know? you were not showing her the love of Christ When you didn't offer her a taco, Phil that's, that's... No,
1: no, I don't think I mean, I wasn't right at all eating Taco <laughs> Bell I mean, I, I just, you know And I, I remember, you know, with um, My first one I wanted to actually see, you know uh, Christian being born But I was holding the leg you know, that's what I was told to do. Hold the leg and, you know, blow, blow, suck. I, you know, whatever it was, I, I'm holding the leg, I'm holding the leg. And the next thing you know, the baby's out.
0: Yeah. And What did you do when you saw the baby? I mean, I, I cry. I literally, I just couldn't hold the tears back. I,
1: I did not cry because they pulled the baby out and everything that came out of my wife looked like a murder scene. And I just I couldn't get past that. I I it took me a long time to <laughs> to feel any kind of intimacy. Again. You were a
0: little traumatized. I was
1: that. a little traumatized. I wow. mean it's it's so I didn't cry. I I I was scared. Yeah. Wow. I just I couldn't believe that all that just came out of her, and all that happened. But
0: and, when you held the baby in your arms for the first time, I'm sure there was just that amazing, wondrous joy that, I mean...
1: No. I was, <laughs> I, was I was, scared to death. Uh, I do remember, and there is a scripture about this. I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe John uh, No Nome can look it up a little bit. But um, there's something about when the baby sees the mom for the first time, or when you something about pain all the pain leaves mm. when when the mom sees the baby for the first time i remember seeing that i remember my wife looking at my son christian and i could just tell all the pain had left her body all the concern everything was now gone. She could have got shot at that moment yeah. and she wouldn't have felt the thing. And there's like I said, there's a scripture. Yeah, well and it's
0: that. amazing what God does that, right? It kinda just uh, covers over that memory because I think if if women could literally remember that, they might not have more than one child, right? Yeah. So um, you know, it's, it, we have an amazing God and uh it's it's truly uh you know, we live in an amazing world that He's created for us. But um, getting back to you know sharing your faith, um, you know what what to do, what not to do. You know I think it's an important topic, but I think let's go back to why we share our faith. Uh, and I wanted to start with a scripture. Uh, it's the Great Commission. It's from the Book of Matthew, and in, in Matthew chapter twenty-eight, it starts out uh, in verse eighteen. And just to give you a little bit of backstory uh, here, you know, obviously Jesus has already been crucified. Uh, been, you know, buried in the tomb. Uh, three days later, you know, they roll the rock back and, and he his body is gone. And then he appears to Mary and he asks uh, for all of the disciples to meet him. And they all come and, and now they're all together and, and he's talking to the disciples. And, you know, we don't know. This is the last book. This is the way Matthew ends, this is the last chapter in Matthew. So we have to kind of assume that this was really the last charge that Jesus gave to the disciples before he left. Uh, But it says in verse 18, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age." Now, we know, obviously, this was the charge that Jesus gave to the apostles, Mm -hmm. but it's very much still the charge to each of us, because if we have become disciples of Christ, if we're following him, then, then of course, the charge is also to us to go out and make disciples of all nations. And how do we do that? Well, we have to share our faith. And, um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of other scriptures. We're going to talk about some of them, but this is clearly one of the... The charges that was most important to Jesus, uh, we assume that at some point after this you know he was taken up into heaven he he ascended um that that can be found in some of the other uh the some of the other yeah, books. i still,
1: I still have a question that no one's ever been able to answer um and hopefully I'll, I'll get the answer one day is you know he his ministry lasted three and a half years he was thirty three and a half years old mm-hmm. never left Jerusalem, never left Israel right, right. Uh, I don't know about Jerusalem, but never left Israel for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, "Go into all nations," and right, you know. And I know he was upset because he came to the Jews with the message, and he was their Messiah. And that, and I just, I just, oh, I just don't know what the answer is. Why did he never leave Israel? Right, why? Right. I mean, Paul, well, Paul went everywhere, right? And that, why did he never leave Israel?
0: Well, it's a great question, and I, I think part of it has to do with the fact that of what we're talking about here. He wanted his people, you know, he, he I mean, it would, it would have been impractical impractical to assume that he could have spoken with every person on the planet. I mean, he is God. I mean, I guess that could have happened, right? Yeah. Um, but this story had been foretold. Uh, this was the Holy Land. Yeah. And um, he always came with the commission to die for our sins, right? And be mm-hmm. resurrected. Mm-hmm. And that could only happen once. Um, so, the people from there then had to be responsible to tell the story. Mm-hmm. They had to be responsible to share the good news, and it's it goes to what we're talking about. Um, Sharing absolutely. Yeah. In that, you're absolutely right. If the story had died there, mm-hmm. if the twelve, you know, had decided, you know what? It's, it's we can't share this. I mean, they're threatening to kill us, right? If it had ended there, you and I w- would never even be sitting here making this podcast. We'd mm-hmm. still be wondering, right? We would still have that innate sense we were talking about earlier—that there's a God, but we'd still be wondering who he is, who is he, and you know, what's he going to do, and what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, he came to, to show that example, and that is why inherently, the sharing of our faith is such an important charge. Mm-hmm. It's why we and we have to look at it that way because the story dies with us, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, uh, I, I, do you know a lot about your family, like where you came from? You know, who you're like, your have you ever done the ancestry thing, done the whole family uh, tree? I mean, we're from Naples, we're nominally done. I couldn't tell you exactly where, but you well, know. of course, Uncle Vito's from Naples. Well, so yeah, you know, but <laughs> I
1: mean, you know, my, my grandpa. Um, well, actually, actually, my great grandfather and grandmother came over on the boat. I thought, I thought it was my, my grandpa and grandma came over on the boat, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was actually the, his parents that came over on the boat because I did ancestry. You went back that far, and I got to see all. I got to see my grandpa's name, my uncle. You know, my uncle. That's why I do it. My right. uncle Vito. Right. You know, right. my uncle Vito was a trip um so I saw my uncle Vito's name Camille. I, I saw all eight kids on the registry coming into Ellis Island that's very cool or whatever it was, yeah, it was and
0: cool. and here's a perfect example of why the word is so important if you didn't have that registry you wouldn't even have known mm-hmm. that they came over right it was written down mm-hmm. you hadn't written account of where you came from and mm-hmm. so you were able to trace that back and uh you know that's why we that's why the Bible is such a critical uh, tool well' the
1: only the only problem with things being written down I also found out that my great-grandpa and my great-grandmother were first cousins so (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't a good revelation because now yeah I know that there was two you know what there's been a lot of
0: blood that's happened between there so I think yeah no I I get it I've seen all your kids there's no I I, I heard they were in love (laughs) well I'm sure they were and um so, you know, it's a, it's such a true thing that it, right if we don't carry on the story, if we don't share our faith, then then how does the story continue? You know, it's the same thing with our family lines. If we don't teach our children where they came from, right? The family line almost somewhere along the way dies. You don't you don't know where you well, came from. Well, we were
1: from. supposed to die. Just so you know, we were called the sect. Right. That's what they called Christians back right, then.
0: We right. were Yeah, they didn't expect it to go on they didn't in didn't 2000 expect it to go on. years. No, sure. it was supposed to fail. It was right.
1: it was supposed to be that he's a false prophet. Once we kill him, the sect will die, right. and we cut the head off, and the snake dies. Yeah, And uh, here we are 2,000 years later,
0: you know, still Ad- talking about Jesus. Absolutely. I think it's very much proof of um, the fact that, uh, you know, he was the Son of God. It's one of those things we can look to. Speaking of proof, you know, I was just reading a, an article um, earlier today about how much CBD is literally taking over the country. And I got to stop for a minute. We got to uh, talk a little bit about our sponsor. We are hemp.com. Uh, they make a product that has CBD in it. and uh, I gotta tell you, it is amazing stuff. I, I continue to uh, use it every day. and uh, you know we, we've got personal friends that we've talked about in the last broadcast that are using it. and it's amazing stuff. It truly is. Uh, so if you have you know anything that you're looking to get relief from, pain, anxiety, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, I mean, there's just a number of things. Do your research on CBD oil. And when you do, you need to, after you do that research, go over to www.wearehemp.com and you need to pick up a bottle of their 500 CBD oil uh, and you need to start taking it because I got to tell you, it's truly amazing stuff, completely legal. Sourced from the mail plant, uh, there's no THC in there, and uh, it will do wonders for a whole host of conditions. And uh, so, we're we're glad to have them on as a sponsor. And uh, we I, want I you-
1: actually have a new, I have a, a new testimony. I have a oh, okay, a uh, friend who is not a Christian. Um, I'm working on it, yeah. but not not a Christian yet. And um, he's taken the product, and he's four days in. Okay. Gave him a call. How's it going? (laughs) Right? Right. It usually takes about 30 days to get in. That's what it took for me. About 30 days to really soak into my system and some of the pain start to go away. Mm -hmm. And um, he goes, well, I'm sure it would have been working if I didn't take a a fifth of uh, scotch over the weekend. (laughs) But because of that, no. But um, I did get a text message uh, this weekend saying that I am sleeping better.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the first things I I noticed when I was on it was just um, a really restful sleep. Because um, I I have trouble sometimes sleeping I I you know I I sometimes get insomnia and I just I can't sleep and that was one of the first things I noticed when I got on it within a couple of days uh, it might have even been like after the first well day. I
1: explained to him that the reason why you're doing that is because it attaches itself to your CB one and CB two receptors in yes. your brain yeah and it you know calms you down balances your mood and. He texts me back and he goes, "So this whole time, my one and two's been off." I said, "Yeah, your one, <laughs> your one and two's been off balance the whole time." Absolutely.
0: So we're thankful for our sponsor, uh, wearehemp.com. dot com. Make sure you to go there. Uh, you know, if you if you want to get a product that is top notch, uh, contains the most CBD of all products out there for the cheapest price available on the web. So make sure you check that out. Um, you know, I, I wanted to read a story uh, talking about sharing your faith um, because you know we talked a little bit about why people are apprehensive uh, about sharing their faith, and we want to get into the do's and don'ts of sharing your faith. But I wanted to start off with this story, because I think it's so relative to um, being able to share your faith. It's a story about Zacchaeus, the tax collector. It's uh, from Luke chapter 19, and I'll just read from the scripture. It says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short... He could not see over the crowd. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> so he ran I'm, ahead. Almost, I'm almost
1: six foot, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I'm, a, I'm a short guy. So, so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He's gone to be in the... And uh, gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay it back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. You know, um, I this I love this story because I think it it has such a, a large relevance to sharing your faith. Um, you know, we oftentimes think that we have to have a perfect situation, a perfect scenario to share our faith, right? It's it's you know we got to really know somebody so well, like they got to be our best friend before we can share our faith. And here's an example of Jesus coming along someone who he had not, not met before, and clearly this, this man Zacchaeus, he had heard of Jesus. I mean, obviously he runs ahead of the crowd. He wants to see him, and so he climbs up this tree, and Jesus says, you know, hey, come down today. I'm going to stay with you. Not even like, you know, hey, I want to talk to you. He says, I'm going to stay in your house, right? And so, you know, of course, the crowd that's there uh, there's some jealousy, maybe some envy happening. You know, oh, he's going to go stay at that guy's house. I mean, that that guy's the tax collector. Why is he going to go stay there? And he says, you know, of course, at the end, you know, uh, Zacchaeus chooses to say, "Look, I, I'm I'm repenting." Right? He says, "I'm going to give uh, half my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anyone, I'm going to give them four times the amount." I mean, that that's a repentant heart right there. Immediately, Correct. just just Correct. seeing Jesus, and then you know, Jesus, of course, says, you know, to him, "Salvations come to this house." And the last line of this is so important. It says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And, you know, I think in sharing our faith, we have to remember that that's the ultimate goal. There are people out there that are lost. They're walking around. They, don't, they feel like there's something missing in their life, and they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And unless somebody shares it with them, unless somebody sees them and goes, you know, hey, I want to give you the opportunity to fill that part of your heart that has something missing, they're going to keep going through life well, and, and at, never have
1: it. That's a that's a great lead in into sharing your faith. So I want to share something about my grandpa, and I want to say I'm looking at the uh, the words here, the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. This is probably is not proper English, but don't not share your faith. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that? a <laughs> yeah that's a good first step. Yeah, that's a good. So when when I got when I got born again, um, you know, you would say I got radically saved uh i got i got born again i was uh, i was preaching in the pulpit a year later mm. you know maybe maybe a year and a half at the most um and i remember i was probably about a year into my salvation and i went to go see my grandpa in chicago right and i i had that righteous indignation mm-hmm. where jesus was turning over tables right. Th- this happened to me so i'm sitting in his house and all of a sudden i see a bible next to his chair Hmm. which I never saw before because my eyes were closed right, right? right I had scales on my eyes yeah and then I see a picture of Jesus and then I see a spiritual thing another picture of spiritual over here and all this and he's watching Christian TV and I'm going grandpa are are you a Christian he goes yeah wow and I got so mad I'm like why didn't you tell me hmm grandpa why didn't you tell me yeah I was lost why didn't you share your faith with me? Right. It's all over the place, it's on the TV, it's next to your chair. You know,
0: I said... What
1: was his answer? He never really, never really answered me. Hmm. Or if he did, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think I was probably so mad I didn't want to listen to the answer, but I was mad. Right. Because I—that's all I was doing was sh- i Remember, I got
0: radically saved. Sure, sure. All I was doing was sharing my faith. Right. And my own grandpa right. could have led me to the Lord and didn't? I think, um, you know, there's what? a lot. You know, it's funny because there's a lot. There's actually a scripture. I can't think of it right now. I'm going to have to look it up. But there's a scripture that talks about how the Son of Man You know, came and that even uh, people within the same household will be divided against each other because of the message, because there will be some that choose not to believe and some that do. And I think it's so—it's such a delicate thing, right? Because I don't we're know, so. Man. Well, I'm just saying we're we're afraid. We're- as my
1: as my grandpa, he's responsible. I'm sorry. It's just like as a father. I don't. I, I don't. It
0: sounds like you still. still I'm are still holding. Yeah, yeah. I, All right. Well, well, let's pray about it, right? now. No, let's, no. Let's, it is get, what it is. Get, but you get, know, but let, you know let no,
1: but let me tell you why. Because there's something I said to him. I said, Grandpa, my blood was on your hands. Mm, yeah. And. It still would have been, right? You know. So what I tell you is, don't let someone else's blood be on your hands.
0: Right. If you share have the opportunity.
1: your faith, if you have the opportunity, you felt like you
0: were led before, go back, share it. Don't uh,
1: let their blood be on your hands.
0: Yeah, absolutely. James four seventeen. Right. He who knows the good he ought to do and does not do it sins. Right. So that's kind of where you're coming from there. Um, You see an opportunity uh, to help somebody, you got to try to help them.
1: And you you want to listen, like I'm the type of guy, you know, I don't want to speak for no meat, but I'm sure he is. I'm the type of guy that it makes me happy to stop and help an elderly person with their groceries or, you know, open their door. Sure. Whatever the case, it makes me genuinely happy, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And you want to talk
0: about giving a gift. You want to talk about... You know, given the greatest thing you could ever give. Right. Salvation. Absolutely. I think some people are just afraid of the division that it might... It's kind of like politics, right? People people always say, I don't want to talk religion or politics. It's funny. They include that in there, right? Because religion or or the sharing of your faith, the sharing of Christ, the sharing of a, of a standard that you suddenly are trying to live to, which is Jesus. Yeah. Um, I think it does tend to cause division because... I'm shining. It can be the shining of a light into someone's life that they don't want that light shined well, in.
1: Well, The first thing I say is, well, the good news is I'm not religious because right. I'm free in Jesus Christ. Right. Absolutely. So let's let's start there. I'm not I'm not religious. Agree. You know, put your wallet back in your pocket. Hate that word. And let's just and let's just talk about being free and uh, feeling love. Maybe for the first time, it was in my life. I yeah. mean, I mean, I knew my mom loved me. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? But until I got born again, right. I did not understand love.
0: Well, that's why we're doing this podcast. I, the hope is is that some folks will hear this podcast and maybe they haven't really been sharing their faith yeah. because they don't realize how important it is. And maybe hearing your story will open their eyes a little bit. Maybe there's somebody that they know that they really want to invite to church or you know invite to maybe study the Bible with or you know, but they're just afraid they're afraid of what might happen they're afraid of what that person might think of them they're they're maybe even there's some sh- you know they're ashamed in some way that you know somebody might think they're i mean look we live in a in a world where unfortunately persecution does take place for people that are christians or believe in christ so well what, what did jesus say i'm going to build a house for you right, right. in heaven that's mm-hmm. what i'm i'm leaving you i'm going yep. going to
1: build a house for prepare you prepare many rooms prepare many rooms what i tell you is let's keep them busy
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's keep them busy. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a scripture, another one I wrote down in Colossians 4, verse 5 through 6. It says, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's such a an important point is that we need to remember to be gracious. I think... You know, you were you you were on fire right there, and and, and we can tend to forget. Like we get real excited sometimes, especially when we're young Christians. We want to we want to go out and save the world. We want. It's kind of like learning the cure for cancer, right? You'd want to share it with everyone. Well,
1: I, I wanted to take my grandpa's Bible and hit him with it. <laughs> I literally, I swear, I did. <laughs> I didn't feel like he was worthy to own it. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think that's what we have. to I'm be- not over this. Yeah, I
1: can tell. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I need, I need some. We, we might need to do some
0: off, off the air therapy uh, here. Yeah. At this point, but- I
1: need some couch time. Yeah. But you know, it, it, that's how much it meant
0: to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, and again, I think the important point to take out too is we can't thump people over the head with our Bibles when we share our faith. That's definitely a don't of Christianity. We tend to want to. Um, you know, f- we got to remember that when you come to the Lord, sometimes you come slowly. It's you don't understand all the scriptures immediately. You come to an understanding of faith through time. You know, you, you as you read the scriptures, you begin to understand more and more. And it's kind of like when you understand so much, you can tend to want to throw too much at a person at one time, and that's definitely a don't. I think one of the one of the best things we can do in sharing our faith is allowing God's light to shine through us. Well, let me, uh,
1: I'll simplify it for you. If you go too deep, they're going to drown. Absolutely. Right? And that's why you got to literally kindergarten it down uh, as low as you possibly can, especially when you're, but I think, you know, while you were talking, I think a lot of people think I'm not smart enough or worthy enough to share Christ. Mm. I don't have the comebacks that you have, No Meat. Right. I don't have the comebacks that that you have, Uncle Vito. Mm. I don't have those. Yeah. So when they start questioning me, I don't know where to go. Right. So I'm just not going to share. Right, right. You understand? But that, again, but that comes with, you know, I I like to use uh, an example of if, you know, if you came to my house and you were looking uh, up in the cabinet for a glass to get some water and there was no glasses... And I said, well, just go in the sink and grab one out of the sink. And then you realize they were all dirty? Would you actually take water and put it in that dirty glass? No. No. I know some people that would, but no, I, I would not. I wouldn't do it either, right? <laughs> so on that note, it's just, that's, that's a it's a great analogy. God is not going to put his spirit into a dirty glass. Yeah. So we got to try to be as clean as we possibly can, sure. as, as empty as we possibly can, so that when you are witnessing you are literally saying the words of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that his words are coming out and I mean I've been witnessing before and I'll come up with something right you'll say something I, you're like
0: man I, I, I need to record that I that's... didn't even know I knew it <laughs> right. you know I'm like wow that was
1: that was awesome yeah
0: yeah, you know it's great when the Spirit does that and I think it's such a great point we have to get out of the way sometimes right I think mm-hmm. that's what you're saying sometimes we can get in the way a little bit and not allow the Spirit to work through us we're not working in accordance with the Spirit mm-hmm. um I think it's important that first and foremost sharing your faith doesn't actually have to be talking specifically about, you know, religious conversation, right? It can just be through your life. I mean, oftentimes when you're when you're living the life that Christ wants you to live, people around you see it and they're like, "Wow, there's something different there. Well, what's going on?" So one of the best ways you can share your faith is just letting people get to know you in regular circumstances Mm -hmm. and then that will often cause them to want to know more how would like how do you seem so calm when this happened you know wow you talk to your wife in such a loving way i feel like i'm constantly fighting with mine how do you do that there's so many other ways other than just specifically you know talk about the scripture or or about jesus they can see jesus living through you sometimes
1: and, and it's it's hard right there's a balance man yeah when you're trying, when you're in the world and you're trying not to live in it, right? Right. right. Meaning, like, you know, I, I had a friend of mine I was like, "Why don't you ever come to the parties?" Yeah. Why don't you know? Like, what you know? Oh, you're better than us, the, right? No, right. I'm not better than you. I'm human. Yeah. And I know that the wrong situation at the wrong time at the wrong place it's with gonna, a woman yeah. is going to lead to the wrong thing. Absolutely. So I don't put myself in the situation. Yeah. I don't do drugs, but you know what? I heard they're fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Right? It, you know, right? it's, absolutely. So, so you know
1: maybe it's going to be the right time, the right. So I just try to distance myself. So and now, guess what? What am I? Religious, right?
0: Absolutely. Now
1: I just move. Now I am not free in Jesus Christ. Now all of a sudden I am religious. Yeah.
0: Well, we have to remember Zacchaeus was a sinner. Jesus went to stay in his home. So it, you know we have to remember that. I think people get confused by the whole yoke there's a scripture that says don't yoke yourself with non-believers right Mm -hmm. and i think the purpose of that is to think about not completely surrounding yourself where you have no other believers in your life around you that's to be yoked right with 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 non-believers but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be around (laughs) non-believers you can't help other people to be saved if you're not around them jesus was around non-believers or Mm -hmm. or sinners That's who he spent most of his time with. You know, those are the ones who needed him most. I
1: could never really read that scripture with, like, not wanting to go to IHOP. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Every time I hear yoked, I just want eggs. I yeah, just, yeah. I just want to leave well, the church. I don't, I don't and eat go, eggs, so I don't. Feel you know, that way. I, well, that's what they call you: no meat, yes. no eggs, no meat, no. Okay. Well, I no used nothing. to eat eggs.
0: Don't tell them.
1: Ah, listen, you, just, you know, I, I you eat watermelon. <laughs> I come in and you eat watermelon. The I, next day you eat cantaloupe. Sometimes it's honeydew. Huh?
0: Sometimes sometime,
1: you switch it up. You got to cheat on the watermelon. Right, I get it, right. but it's you know, it's I, I can't do it, man. <laughs>
0: I can't do it. Well, um, you know, I, I it's funny that you said that because I literally was just having a conversation with a brother in my church uh, last night. He came over um, and uh, we were hanging out, we are talking, and, you know, he was telling me that when he was first became a Christian, one of the things that was so hard was he felt like he had to cut off a lot of his relationships with other people that he had that were not Christians because he was like... He just didn't understand that spirit of grace. He didn't understand this, and he felt like he had to cut it off. And I understood to some point, like some of the guys were still going out to clubs. And he said, look, I I couldn't go out to the clubs because just what you said. I knew it would lead me to sin. But instead of having a real conversation with his friends about it and simply sitting down and saying, look, guys, I want you to understand, I still want to hang out. It's just I'm trying to keep myself from certain situations that might cause me to fall into sin that I don't want. And but let me interrupt you. And I will. I will tell you. Ten times out of ten,
1: you may not find out for ten more years. They respect it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times that people would be like, you know, that's a real dude. Yeah. Don't, I'm telling you. And
0: that's a a don't. Don't alienate people just because they're not living the life, just because they don't. No. You, You need to still be around them because when they see it, and you're right, they'll respect that. They see the change in your life and they're like, wow, he's really taking this seriously. And, you know, it's funny. People tend to when you're taking something seriously, oh. all of a sudden they start going. hmm, Maybe this is this is serious. It's you know, I mean, they look at it because they, they generally tend to. You know, we respect our friends, and when our friend does something, he's like, no, this is this is a serious well,
1: thing. I, I I remember I, I had you know because I, I got uh, born again right after high school, and again I got radically saved. I'm sharing it. Da da da, da. I, I on the <laughs> on the back of my car, I I went and got letters from Home Depot, and it said. Jesus, coming to a sky near you. Right? <laughs> could you? Could you? you know, Jesus coming to a sky near you. Could That's you imagine fantastic.
0: Pe- that is the best. Like I mean, you, you honestly rival the guy who does the movie. Oh, I can uh, I
1: can do it better than that. Hold on. Yeah, go go go. Jesus coming to a sky near you.
0: I need it, a, I need a sound effect. So we're still we're still early on in our podcast yeah, here. Yeah, I feel like I could you yeah. know if I had just played something. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Some trumpets, right. Jesus coming to a sky near you. No, and could you imagine people just driving behind me going, look at this nutbag. <laughs> <laughs> what is a matter with this dude? Right? Do you right, understand? Because right. now, what? I'm a religious zealous. Right? I'm right. this. I'm that. Yeah. But guess what? Jesus is coming to a sky near you. Absolutely. And that was, you know, 25 years ago, and people tend to forget that he's coming but he's coming
0: well and you know what that could have opened up conversation you never know somebody might have seen that sticker and they're they're wondering they they recently have been thinking about god maybe they were in a hotel and they pulled the bible out of the little you know drawer next to them and they started reading it and no i
1: also got some middle fingers and i also (laughs) got some i'm sure you did i got i got some communicating
0: the international sign of love yeah i got i got
1: i got a lot of things but yeah i'm sure i'm sure some people was you know wanted to honk and say you know good job and right some people were just like this you know what is what is a matter with this dude? Right. Has he lost his mind? It's like having a Trump sticker on your car today. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did. <laughs> but, I, but that's the whole thing. I did
0: lose my mind for Jesus. Right. Right? And it's not a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to read this. Uh, I, somebody sent this to me. And by the way, we do have a mailbag uh, we want to make sure that you know about. Uh, it's Walk in the Light podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. If you'd like to send uh, you know, questions or if you got a situation you're dealing with, you definitely make sure that you send that in. Uh, I got an email from someone. There wasn't a question. They just wanted to share this, which I thought was great. It says, while having a wonderful conversation with a friend, God gave me two pictures that depict how many of us are standing before God compared to how we should stand before God. The first picture shows us with our hands lifted before him, and as his light shines on us, we are casting a shadow of darkness on others behind us in the world. In the second picture, God's light is magnified through us so that others in the world behind us can experience God bigger and more than we do ourselves. This is why God said that we can do greater works than he did on earth when we are magnifying his love to others. Don't let God's light shine on you. Let it shine through you. The word salvation has a couple of meanings in the dictionary. One, the state of being saved or protected from harm. And two, the act of saving or protecting from harm. God didn't call us to just be in a state of being saved from an eternal death. He wants us to act to save others from an eternal death. This is why we care for widows, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, minister to the poor, and of course, share our faith. Heaven is not the reason; it is the reward. I thought that was so great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I, oh boy, we're 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 running right into our time to talk about uh, wearehemp.com. dot I got to mention the sponsor one more time. Okay, okay. I'll be upset if I don't. No, but no, uh, no, no, nail it. Nail you it. know, once again, guys. Uh, you know, if you haven't heard of the benefits of CBD, you need to look it up. There's so much out there now. You can really. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it. Dr. Sanjay Gupta has talked about it uh, on you know CNN, and there's been other just great documentaries on the benefits uh, of this uh, to so many people and if you don't know the benefits of CBD you need to go to www.wearehemp.com you need to look it up they've got a great question and answer on there if you have questions about the product You know, we hear about testimonials happening every day with more and more people getting on this product. We're excited to have them as a sponsor, so please make sure you visit uh, wearehemp.com. It's worth a Google, uh, so you know. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Go Go to go go to Google. Go to Google and go to wearehemp.com. There you go, in the radio voice. Well, guys, you know what? We're, we're running short on time today. I, I, I did want to cover a couple more things, but I think we'll carry those over into the next podcast. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed this today. Um, please do us a favor. If there are other things we didn't talk about today, um, practical share your faith you know, things. Oh, and, and you know what? There's one, thing, one more thing I wanted to mention, Uncle Vito, before we go. Uh, with regard to sharing your faith to people who you don't know, Right, we talked a little bit about people that you do know, and just kind of letting mm-hmm. them see, letting God's light shine through you. People that you don't know, it's real simple. Just invite them to church, mm-hmm. you know. Just invite them to church, or invite them to coffee. Invite them to to get to know them better, because um, people that you don't know, the easiest way to share your faith is let them get to know you.
1: Yeah, you know, I was I was actually telling No Meat, um, I you know, I witnessed to my dad for you know twenty years, and um, I don't know if at the end of his life he prayed the prayer i i really don't know but i got him to church once mm-hmm. i mean he went to catholic church when he was younger um but i got him to church once um uh it's a church called 12 stones and what i really loved is uh the pastor said if you're here for the first time today um don't put anything in the offering plate this is not for you love that and then at the end at the end of the service now remember my dad's you know, Italian mafiosa type of guy. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, the the basket came around and he put $20 in there. I said, I said, Dad, didn't you hear the pastor? He said, That wasn't for you. He goes, Man, this was a great show. <laughs> it's a live band, you know? <laughs> I felt like I was in Vegas. I'm like, No, this is not Vegas. <laughs> well, so, you know what? Uh, that's
0: okay. Had you not kept inviting him, he yeah, never would have gone to yeah. see the show. And then hopefully <laughs> it, 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 it did impact him, you know? And hopefully. <laughs> He, uh, he enjoyed it, and there, he got something out of it. So, um, yeah. yeah, everyone out there, please continue to share your faith. Let's share the good news. We have an answer to loneliness. We have an answer to sorrow. We have an answer to to health issues. We have an answer, and it's not just CBD. We have an answer to uh, to stress at work. We have an answer to bad marriages, to problems with your kids, and the answer is the Lord. And the answer is the Scripture. And the answer is the Spirit working in your life. And you need to share that with other people. They need to hear the good news. So make sure, uh, let's let's make it a little challenge this week. You know, if you listen to this podcast, challenge yourself. Go out and, and, and share the good news with somebody else this week. Somebody you know or somebody you don't know, either way. Um, and we wish you the best. We'll, we'll be praying for all of our listeners, and we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We'll be back with another one here very soon. And uh, until then, God bless, and to God be the glory.